0: Here's Joanne
1: White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Power Your Life, and I'm Joanne White. And I'm always so excited to have guests. I just love the interaction and just love the opportunity that so many people have to be able to hear from our experts and from people who have messages that really can help us grow ourselves and transform our lives in so many ways and today is no exception. Many of us would love to know how to connect more with our spirit, what what are the messages that we can receive from the divine and i have just the person for you today her name is jenny Hogg ashwell she's a former lawyer now a spiritual messenger and a mentor and she's living her passion jenny's helping people remember divine love and live their divine purpose to answer the call of their souls To Create Positive Change, her book, and I'm holding it in my hands right now, Love's Curriculum, Messages of Enlightenment, is spiritually inspiring, and I can attest to that. And it brings forth messages from the High Council to us all and to the love that connects us all. As we and you are opening to love, it's important to remember your soul essence and your blueprint to enlightenment. This is going to take shape to guide you and all of us into loving action. Jenny founded the Light Work and Love Advocates Facebook group and developed the Path of Love Live Your Divine Purpose, which is a mentoring program she'll talk about later that helps clients live heart centered and spirit guided lives. Jenny's also a registered therapeutic counselor in transpersonal counseling psychology and she was recently featured in visionary insight press top pick spiritual leaders woohoo hello jenny
2: <laughs> hello it's wonderful to be here
1: it's wonderful to have you and firstly i have to tell you i love the the cover of this book it ha- it's beautiful it's got this it's got so much light coming from the sky and clouds and blue it just takes you it uplifts you. just by looking at the picture jenny it's uplifting and it just brings you right there so lots of questions but one is who is the high, who is the high council
2: yes well it It, in short, it includes Jesus and the archangels, and what I have come to know as other light beings and spiritual teachers that are connected also with what some people may be familiar with the ascended masters and all their wisdom. So it is uh, connected to, I would say, some of the highest, purest uh, love and light and compassion. Uh, that uh, is available for us and that they've gathered as a group to instruct us, to guide us, to remind us that we are all connected and connected with this loving guidance so that we can change, start, start changing the world, start living more from love and not from fear and really start to show up with these callings in our souls that we're, are there from the beginning and to start to remember and to start to remember what light and love each of us is meant to bring to the world at this time.
1: And, you know, it's so important right now at this time, like you say, it's so vital that we really connect with with these beings and connect with all of this divine love and and just really be able to resonate and vibrate it into firstly within ourselves but into the world i think that's just just so valuable right now and your your message is so very timely so i'm always very interested in people how they how they grew into what they're doing now and you as i said earlier come from being a lawyer which is totally very different from what you're doing now how did this start how how did you Find, you know, decide to kind of shift gears.
2: Yes, it was a big shift. So yeah. let's see. And it and it was new for me. I talk about it now, the high council and this, my, my soul assignment and this passion. And it wasn't something that has just been comfortable and normal and how I've been my whole life. It definitely was a shift. And let's see. So kind of in a magical way, So, I had studied and became a lawyer, and this was all 20 years ago now, so in the mid to late 90s. And it was actually on the very first day of my first full time job as a lawyer after passing the bar and starting work. And I think it happened on the first day because that was a real step into the commitment of that career. And so I was walking into the washroom of all places, just a very mundane, just I remember opening the door into the washroom and had this feeling that I call a wake-up call from my soul. And it was this, like, whoa, and a feeling kind of in my, and a knowing in my gut and my heart. And I heard this internal voice that was saying, this isn't where you're called. This is, your soul has other plans. And interestingly, it was shocking but it wasn't um dis- discomforting it felt in a way comforting it was like oh all right okay a little unsettling after 3 years of law school and many loans and yet <laughs> i thought okay <laughs> i know <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking
1: about cuz i've shifted gears that way too but real you know and and you're right when that's your soul's calling And this is important for our listeners, because when it's your soul's calling, even though it's like, what am I doing? There's that feeling that you express, Jenny, of, of, okay, and kind of a knowing, and it's like an inner knowing that this is right, this guidance, this information that's leading you down this path is your intended path. So I think that that was wonderful that you received it. And
2: yes. it's one
1: thing to receive it. It's also this, a wonderful thing to act on it, which you did.
2: I did. So what opened up for me in that moment? I kept working as a lawyer for three years, and yet it was it was like this uh, voice woke up, this knowing, because I had been pretty externally directed and driven so far in terms of choosing a career. I didn't really have this inner passion yet for anything. So I made a logical choice. And now it was as if this inner guidance system woke up within me. And it was perfect timing. And so I started to listen more to that inner voice and took classes on on intuition and Reiki and started reading self-help books and transformational personal development. And I started to fall in love. That felt Oh, this is natural. This is what I want to do. So I really started to experience that feeling of passion and being called. And I just kept stepping in. It got its own momentum where I knew I couldn't say no to it. I just, I loved it. And it was, I knew it was my path. And so it took me on a 20, well, I'm still doing the work and I'm still growing, but it's been 20 years now. So I went into just high gear learning and shifting and through divorce and healing from that and moving to Canada and starting a family, retraining and counseling and just have been living what I'm passionate about now, which has been a beautiful experience. And then now getting to help others find their way and you know
1: when you're on target with that there's something about i mean i'm i'm in going through that and there's something just so calming in the midst of all of whatever chaotic stuff that's maybe going on and shift and changes because your innards your is are telling you this this is right this this is you know and there's this I don't know how to explain it, but but I can feel it, and I can feel it with you. So, how do you yeah. know somebody's asking? How do you know that you are really in touch with this council? how do, How do you know that that's true? How do you know that that the messages are real? Somebody's mm-hmm. writing in because she, that's that's her question.
2: hmm, and it. That was a, a journey in and of itself. I, through my counseling program, I it was a it was your own growth as well, and you were learning a lot about yourself as you were learning to to help others there. And in that program, I really got in touch with the help of my teacher. That she saw that one of my purposes was to be a bridge to the spiritual realm. And when she said that. I felt like I had been seen, truly seen for the first time, and like I belonged. And I didn't even know that I needed her to say that. I, I wasn't really aware of that that part of me yet, but it just brought it all to another level of really knowing that's why I'm here. And then it was about stepping through fear, surrendering, trusting. And I had already been journaling to my angels. I had learned that technique for Oh, years I had been using it. I have journals and journals through all the changes in my life. and But I did then take a very specific course around how to connect to the spiritual realm. And it is a lot about trusting, trusting that inner self. And the doubts are there. The whole time that I was scribing Love's curriculum, I had doubts. that I call it the ego. I had these doubts that were coming in. Saying, you're not doing this right, how can you trust this? These words aren't going to amount to anything. And so it's a process, really, of getting in touch out of the head, into your heart, and trusting more what you're feeling there than what the chattery mind might be telling you. And in those moments, I surrendered. I asked, I already had a connection with what I felt was divine and love, and I asked that for help with those doubts and to just keep surrendering. I just want it to be love and the truth and to just reaffirming that that's what you're surrendering to, to the highest good, the highest good of all. And so I think our intention is so powerful. And then to trust, it's a big word.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I think it's incredible. And, um, I know that that when we get to that place, and even though fears and doubts may come up, is this real? Once you get yeah. past that, it is a journey. Once you get past that, there's such a sense of calm. Like I, I get messages from myself, and sometimes other and, and other people too, and I just feel you know i guess if after, after you work with that for a while you get to a sense like you have a sense of trust and knowing and you can filter through the that like you said that those ego thought system that that kind of tries to take you off track and <laughs> and and move you in the direction that's not in really your you know your focus or or where your soul is leading and it's yes. just so beautiful to, like you said, to surrender because a lot of people get to that point. They get messages, but they don't do that final piece, which is the surrender and the acceptance of what they're getting and and following it, and which is is critical to just being in in sync with with the connection and getting more messages and and get and gaining more confidence. And, and like you said, it is a process. So yes. how do people get past their fear and I don't just mean fear about living or whatever, fear about connecting to this incredible part of themselves which then connects them to kind of
2: all that is
1: and to the the interconnection
2: of us all. Right. Yes, the fears. So the <laughs> biggest <laughs> the biggest word that has been on my journey, especially when I began to get the messages for the book and to say yes to that. Lots of fear. Fear that I would be um, excluded from my community was the feeling even because at that time I didn't even know how to really use the word channel or scribe or that just still felt like something I better keep in the closet. So it was a really feeling of coming out with that. And there, the biggest word in all of that was support asking for support, getting support and it was a lesson that I felt the High Council was guiding me on through the whole process was remember, get help ask for our help, ask for your friend's help, get help from a counselor, get help uh, from affirmations but really when we can know that we're not alone in that fear, when we can speak it with another and bring it out into the light, it helps it just magically dissipate when we have someone who can reaffirm the truth for us. I think I've read, you can read beautiful, inspiring books about this whole concept of that It comes up, I think, a lot for creative people, for artists. There's always that fear or that voice that says, ah, no one's going to like it. Or are you sure it's safe to go out and have people see you? And what if they laugh? That it's a natural part of this experience Expressing, expressing our, excuse me, expressing ourselves. So, getting support from others who've been through that journey, other from books that share about it, from reaching out and sharing your fears with a trusted friend or a counselor. That we're we're really not meant to try and navigate that alone, and that it's in connection and connecting with someone else and putting it all out there into the light that we can then hear that stronger voice of love and truth that's saying it's okay you're meant to do this it's going to be okay and you have support
1: and now like you say there are there are many vehicles like you and your book and and many of the other vehicles that that Teach you and show you the way, and, and can give you guidance and that support that you're talking about. Years ago, when you and I got started with that, and I've, I've been doing this work for a long time, it was like, yeah, being very being the odd person out. <laughs> it's like, yes. Who, okay. And and you really needed to have the strength and the courage and the support, like you said, from people or from your inner guidance. That that kind of Moved you through all of that, but now there are vehicles so tell us what what is love's curriculum, and because that's exciting in and of itself, the fact that wow, there is something
2: called a love's curriculum, amazing,
0: yes, <laughs>
2: yes. and I just oh, I am so so thankful and grateful because the title was directly given to me as well. And it was before the High Council had officially introduced themselves to me. I could feel this, this consciousness and this voice. And I knew the archangels were part of it. And they were telling me, you've got this assignment. It was pretty clear. And I, I share all of my story in the afterward and appendices to the book because I felt it was important to give that model for others who might be going through this. And, and the path and the things that come up. And beautifully, in the very beginning, when I was starting to get messages that I had this assignment to do something for this group, that they just showed me the vision of the title. It, it was, they said, you're going to write Love's curriculum for us. <laughs> and they showed me a book. And I just, so that title in, in and of itself was the, the very beginning of the book, that it was going to be called love's curriculum and that was just such a gift and from there i could could go from there which go ahead you have a yeah a question so so what
1: is what does it mean what is what is love's curriculum is there what is a, yeah is there for our listeners a specific curriculum that they need to i know there is cuz i have the book right here right <laughs> Like, right, okay, but they don't. I want every. I want everybody to get this book, so yeah. just, I don't want you to give away everything. But what, what are some aspects, let's do it that way, what are a few okay. aspects of love's curriculum that you share and that is part of our growth into our divine love?
2: Yes, so it's come to me that it's really there are four tenets, I guess, of Love's curriculum, and that's one that love is always. Like that, you could say God is love, love is. Love is. It just is, and it's always there, this divine, universal love. And the second is that you, each one of us, everyone, is love and loved. So it's this unconditional love. It's this divine love. It's beyond human love. But we are that love, and we are loved. And the third would be that we have these loving divine helpers, each one of us, is that they're not in form like we are, but we're still connected to them. We have like a soul team that's there supporting us, and they love us dearly. And when we ask for their help, they can give us the messages and guidance and comfort and courage that we need. And then four is that by opening two those first three, remembering that love is always, that you are love, and that you have these loving divine helpers, then we can put into action. We start to remember our own unique reason for being here. What flavor of love am I, each of us, meant to share? What arena in our lives is in our families, in our communities? Maybe it's at work maybe it's through art, but that each of us can start putting into action that loving purpose that we have in the world.
1: And can you imagine everybody tuning into that realization about love is love is everywhere, everything is love, we are love and we're connected and, and, and being able to live that? Because like you said, that love, that divine love is... It's not human love, but when we accent, we get when when we get it, when we feel it, when we we register or resonate with it, it expands even the human. I I don't know how to explain it in words mm-hmm. because I don't have the words for it. But there's an expansiveness within ourselves that that take has a a larger a larger love dimension. I'm probably. I can feel it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe you can explain
2: yes. it better. I think because I'm feeling it too. So what I'm, and it's a big part of it, It because it's about bringing heaven to earth. So it's about bringing this divine love into our human experience so that we are sharing in some, some teachings, they call it Christ consciousness. So we're becoming the best humans. We're becoming if Jesus had, was a way shower for us of what's possible when we remember that we are love and that we are connected and that love is always, then the way we are in the world as humans is very different. And so it it's like this divine love gets to come through us as compassion and patience. And uh, we make different choices when we remember that we're all connected. And so it actually starts to create that heaven on earth. We create a different right, and it and it, and, it, and it
1: transforms us because it, yeah, like you said, suddenly it's like we are not only are we love, we're living it, we're living it, and the deeds you said, taking those actions and the actions and the deeds that we put forth are within that same vibration of divine love, and it's so. I just think it's so beautiful, and and I I adore the fact that you are one of these incredible messengers for it. I just got to tell you something. More Heaven, my book, Because Every Child is Special, that that book was guided – I would receive information when I was teaching these children. And finally I said, okay, I get it. I would receive, I was and even the title, like you, like your title was guided. So it's amazing when we connect and when we listen, what can open up for us. And it, and you know, the journey isn't always like everything's so easy, but it's beautiful to open to all of what, you know, what's given to us. So when people – I'm talking about the journey, which I think is important, because when people begin this journey and then are on this journey, some people are still afraid to to take that route, take that course, embrace Love's curriculum. What do they need to do? What, what's a way of being able to move through all of this? I know you said to, to work with people and to get that support. Are there things that they should expect, or could expect, or or need to be aware of, so that they go through this with with some understanding of what they're undertaking?
2: Right. Good question. And I think we have covered some of it, and yet what? So I'm just going to tune in even here and see what what does um, the other pieces. I guess one is fear. Is normal, so just because you're feeling a little scared to make a change, or maybe I'll be seen as different that that's normal it doesn't mean anything you're doing anything wrong, and that the journey has expansion and contraction it's a part of the journey. in fact, I just did a Facebook video about that last month that especially actually when we open, really expand and perhaps we're we're stepping more into who we are authentically and we've let go of an old role or a mask and we're opening to our gifts, that we all have this great feeling of expansion. And then often, day or maybe the next minute for some of us at times, an instant uh, pulling back. And that, that is normal. In fact, as we expand that ego part of us, which I think we talked a bit about earlier, that is the inner critic, it's thinks its job is to protect us from love, actually. It thinks that we're not safe there. And there's a lot of psychological reasons for that and spiritual reasons. But it's this part of our mind that thinks it needs to actually keep us closed to be safe. So as we open, we activate that ego. It says, wait a minute. And I call it the ego backlash or an ego attack. So you have this beautiful expansion. And then you hear louder that critic that says what did you just do you can't do this are you sure and that that is normal it doesn't mean there's anything wrong and it's learning to navigate that to learning to lovingly say no thank you i hear it i hear that voice but i'm okay here and getting support i just connecting with others is so important i find in that you know initially really that, that-
1: Right, and initially that ego that was saying, Don't do that or whatever that that act that's conserve in many ways and or used to in terms of don't touch that don't touch the fire, don't you know don't cross right. the street at protecting us like you said from danger. However, it starts looking at stuff that's not danger, like like embracing love's curriculum and and divine love and saying, "Hey, you're not supposed to go there that's because we don't we're not it's not familiar to us, but right
2: on <laughs> and we don't some have personal level control <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't have it all i mean we don't have it all figured out there it's unknown the ego likes definite finite. I'm going to have I'm going to exactly <laughs> what's going to happen when I call that person up. But when we actually open to love, we don't we don't know. We know it's going to be loving. It's going to end up okay, but we don't know how exactly or what words or what steps or so yes. And you <laughs> know what? That's
1: okay. <laughs> yes, yes, but that's okay. That's part of the journey. <laughs> now, the like the, the ego wants to know everything, but sometimes the exploration and the beautiful surprises and openings that we receive and that, that we're on I, I just think that that they're so wonderful and i i wouldn't trade them your
0: oh,
1: yeah subtitle messages of enlightenment what what do you mean what mean by enlightenment because there are so many versions i had somebody on my show who said that he was enlightened and, and in a beautiful way and gone through it. And, um, you know, I believe him, but many people don't know what that means and think it's something so far from their ability or their reach.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Messages of enlightenment. So in one way, it's about lightening us, right? Helping us feel lighter, helping us feel more hope. So, just the word itself right it, it's enlightening it it lifts us up so the book itself is not a read for the intellect and as I was going through and deciding where to place commas because I didn't get the punctuation when I When I scribed the book, I just got the words and I would type really fast what I was hearing in this inner dictation. But then I had to go back and say, oh, okay, where where do we need a pause here? And so I was reading it, the book, and it just I felt myself rising up like this enlightening experience. So I wouldn't see it as an end destination for me at this moment um, of reaching a state of enlightenment, I think when we are all living heaven on earth, I would say we are probably living in enlightened state at that point, but the messages here messages of enlightenment they they are meant to shift us more into that experience again that we are love, that love is always, that we have connection to all this, these loving helpers, and to be living your your action of love, your own way of being love in the world, to me is enlightening. It's taking away that heaviness and that darkness and enlightening us to living more in that space of knowing love and being loved. Which is
1: also, and I totally agree with you because that's how I feel, Jenny, and it's also living in, in my mind more fully because it's embracing all of that and and as part of our human Existence, and so it's larger. It's larger than we are, and we become larger than we are. I know that doesn't sound right, but you get it, and hopefully our listeners yes. get it. <laughs> yes, I have yes. a treat for our <laughs> listeners because you and I were talking earlier, and I said, "Jenny, you are talking about your ra- your new show, Bravo, your new radio show," and I was asking if you would take our listeners and me. Yes through yes. a little mini <laughs> connection 30. to yeah. the messengers of, of enlightenment. So,
2: yes. And you said yes. Yeah. I would she love said, yes. To. I, did. <laughs> I would love to. The high council would love to, because that's part of my, my work <laughs> now is, to right, just let them speak. They want to speak. They speak to us through the book. They they want to just remind us. So I think what I'll do here is I'll just let them say what they want to say to the listeners. The they being the High Council. And uh, that sound good. Wonderful. I'm ready and excited. Okay. So I do always start with a little surrender type prayer and process. So I'm going to do that, and then. We will now, do them. we need to close our eyes or anything, or just? just I think if it, and... if you're in a place where you can do that, and it's a great way. In fact, um, we'll probably for those who are able. I don't know as long as they're not driving or something. I right, don't do it in your car or driving. machine. Yeah. <laughs> please. But <don't>. I'm
1: gonna <laughs> I'm
2: gonna do it right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so yes. Yeah, so we can all, if you're able, to if you're sitting in your chair, just to, to notice your own feet on the floor and to breathe energy up from the earth through your feet and into your legs and into your belly. And then we're all, if you're comfortable and able to, at the top of your head, your crown or your crown chakra, so we're going to intend that that be open and your can see a big channel of like white golden light just coming in through the top of your head, down to your face and your neck and into your heart. And why don't we let that earth energy and that white light energy just mix in the heart and so that we are bringing these messages that come from on high. We're bringing them into our bodies so that they can anchor here in our actual lives and in the world. All right. So I ask that the High Council draw near and that with the help of my angels and my guides that I be a clear conduit for these messages. And we ask, as always, that it be in the highest good of all, the highest good of each one of you, And in the service of love And being the best Uses that we can be And so it is Hmm. Dear ones, like always We are so excited to, To Get to greet and meet Each one of you And to greet and meet more of you And to remember Though that when we meet It will feel like a a remembering in your heart that a comfortable meeting with us that you already know us that you are already connected with Jesus and the archangels and all of us here on the high council and that in truth that is because we are one we are all connected in this ocean of love and so to keep remembering that you are one of us, one of this group of love and beings that are sharing love and bringing love to the world. That in fact, everyone you see in the world is a part of light, is a part of this ocean of love. And so to remember that as well and to remember that we greet you in whatever Place or state you may be in, that we love you despite any actions you may have taken in your life of which you are less than proud, that we forgive you, that we honor your soul, and we know that your soul is pure and innocent and untouched. And that that energy of forgiveness and love and self-love and that connection with love, to let it come into your physical body, to let it come into your thoughts, to let it come into your life, to let you be in the present and in the now so that you can let go of the past and that you can choose now to be in love, to be in service of love, and to accept the parts of you, the human parts that that feel unworthy or that feel mistaken, that they make mistakes, to also bring this love and compassion and to have compassion and self-love for you, that there really are no mistakes, that there is no perfect that you must be, and that everything is learning, that everything love can touch, that when you bring love to any situation, that you are remembering the truth of you, the truth of everyone, the truth of us. And so we are excited for this journey together, this journey that we've already been on, Perhaps a bit of sleep to that fact. And so we welcome you home in a way. We welcome you home back into the comfort of our arms and the comfort as if you were being rocked. Mm. And that you are peaceful and safe. And again, that we love you, all of you, the human you, that is the delight to you as well, and so it is,
1: and so it is, mm-hmm. Jenny. That was beautiful. <laughs> I feel light and energy flowing through me, mm-hmm. and I was smiling, <laughs> maybe even grinning <laughs> through the whole time, so thank yes. you, thank you, thank
2: you. you are welcome, yes that's that in I have feeling one more question, and then about. I want
1: you. To our listeners, how they can get a hold of you? Why is you mentioned the High Council was talking about forgiveness and self-forgiveness? Why is that mm-hmm. so important? I was mm. working with someone real quickly the other day, who, you know, I was talking about how forgiveness. She's she's not ready to forgive someone, and and is holding that within her energy field and and physicality. Why is it so important to be able to embrace and live forgiveness?
2: Mm. Oh, there's lots that can be. be um, it's a, forgiveness is such a key piece. So there's lots of gifts in forgiveness and lots of um, information and, say, learnings. And one key one that comes to me right now is the sense of being free from the past, right? When we're not forgiving ourselves or others, we're stuck in the past. It's, we're not actually um, present. We can't actually can't actually be in unforgiveness and be really open in full connection in that moment. <laughs> the two kind of don't go together. So it's so important to be able to shift into receiving that forgiveness and asking for help because it can be hard. So I've had to sometimes just ask the angels how I don't know how to do it personally from a human level. So please help, because it's not really something our human minds can fully comprehend, that it's like a divine state, really. And it's not about forgiving the actions. It's it's beyond that, because sometimes, you know, it's not about saying somehow that the, the action was okay, because likely it wasn't. It's more about can we now see the person underneath the behavior? Can we now see the soul in each other? can we now make a different choice and move forward with love and with connection
1: wonderful and move forward so i love the the what you said so we're free so when we're unburdened by all of that there's that that lightness that sense of freedom that again allows us to open to more of to more of this exquisiteness so thank you thank you thank you jenny you Mm -hmm. have so much that you do so many ways of helping people so please share with our listeners how they can get love's curriculum messages of enlightenment from the high council and you and also find out more
2: about connecting with you and your new radio show yes yes So all of the information I'll say first is on my website, which is lovescurriculum.com. And the book is on Amazon for sure. You can also, there are links from my website to the book. It's on uh, Barnes & Noble as well and the Balboa Press website. Hopefully coming to a bookshelf near you soon as well. And so, uh, yes, the radio show on bbsradio.com every other Tuesday at noon Pacific. I have started the Love's Curriculum show. It's an hour where we connect, kind of like we've done today uh, with the High Council. So there's a chance to call in and get a message or ask them a question. And I read from the book and talk about some important my own experiences and we we learn about a topic that's covered in the book usually each each episode and i'm in terms of that extra support because it is i think i said it a few times how important support and connecting with others especially like-minded others those who've been on the path or gone a bit ahead that can help those that are starting out or Like we're each leading each other and teaching each other. So I've got the Facebook group called Lightworkers and Love Advocates. And you can search for that on Facebook. And there you can connect with me on a daily basis with posts. I do videos, meditations from the High Council on there live. And find out more about the program that I offer. Because if you're really, really saying, okay, it's time. I really want to step into this soul calling I've got some fear, it's feeling confusing and overwhelming, but I just know I need to do it. That's what the program, my mentoring program, is all about, living your divine purpose. And so there's more information on the website. If you go to mentoring, you can even book a complimentary session where we can see where you're at on your own journey and get you some clarity and then see if that my program would be, would be just what you need to... It's, it's really about getting that... Clarity, the connection, and the courage that you need to really step into what I call shining in the world, showing up with this this soul calling and this light that is you. So, lovecounseling Who doesn't want to shine, right? <laughs> yes, we do. And it can be a little scary you, though. It helps <laughs>
1: you shine brighter. More brightly, yes. Yes, yes. Jenny. Thank you much you are beautiful your messages are so uplifting and i love your book thank you for generously giving it to me as a gift yes and we adore you more to come from you what's a final quick message for our listeners before we go
2: Oh, I'm so glad you asked that because my heart was saying, "I need to say one more thing," <laughs> and here it is.
1: No, I heard it. <laughs> what,
2: yes, you heard it. Thank you. Each of you is so important, and we do we do need your light. And I understand that it can be scary or just confusing, or we all need clarity. And so that each of you is so important, and that wherever you're at on your journey, that you're right at the right right moment, and that it is happening, that you are opening to love and to light and that we are all cheering you on and we can cheer each other on. So I I just thank you, all of you, for, for beginning to really know that and to start really showing up and serving and being true to you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jenny. Have a
1: blessed day and thanks for sharing all of your wonders and beauty and light.
2: Thank you so much. It was such an honor to be on your. Amazing My show. honor. Oh, mine too. Beautiful.
1: Thank you. Thank Hugs you. to you and many blessings. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, Really, if if you've heard the calling, it is time, and you don't have to do this alone. Jenny Hogg-Ashwell is a beautiful guide and has information, and if you're ready, your soul is going to let you know one way or another. And remember to get Love's Curriculum messages of enlightenment because these messages are very profound and can open you up. Next week, we're shifting gears and that's june 14th and i'm going to have on power your life sheila hawkins who's going to talk about your personal power and many of us are so managing time we don't think we have enough time where's the time well sheila has a way of helping us not think about managing time but just getting things done if you want to get a hold of me you can go to Dr. Joanne, that's with an E, drjoannewhite.com. You can find out more about upcoming shows and also messages and, and articles and so much more. And remember, you are incredibly powerful, not in a way of holding someone else hostage, or, but in a way of being able to express your wholeness, your fullness, and your beauty and the light within you, and like Jenny said when about shining, so you can be able to shine your light more brightly. Do that today. Take one step forward into shining your light more brightly, and thanks so much for being a part of Power Your Life. Have a blessed day, a blessed evening, a blessed everything, wherever you are.